0: Hey, it's Ashley. Are you already overwhelmed with new year, new you messaging, and this year isn't even over yet? Are you burnt out, exhausted, and don't want next year to feel like this year did? I understand 100%. I've been reading your messages in my DMs. I've been where you are. And I am so excited to introduce you to Confident Clarity Live. This process took me from overwhelmed, not knowing how to get out of bed every day, not knowing what I wanted to focus on in my life or who I was, to this version of me that you see now. This confident, clear direction that I feel fulfilled living every day didn't just happen by chance. It happened because I created a process that will help you go from where you are now to where you want to be and I'm going to be doing it live with you on January 25th. Because it's not just about pushing ourselves to burnout or setting routines that we dread. We have to start showing up for ourselves differently in a way that is sustainable. It's about putting ourselves in the driver's seat for the one thing that will actually bring you the peace and clarity you've been searching for. And I wanna give you the support that I wish I would have had. You can grab your seat to this live virtual event on December 28th, so I wanna make sure that you are on the wait list for it because the first 60 people to grab their seat actually get a VIP package, which I'm so excited about. So right now, head to the show notes. You're going to go to ashleylemieux.myflowdesk.com slash wait list. Give us your email so you're on the wait list and then we can send you the link to save your spot for the event in two days. I cannot wait
1: to see you on the inside. And now, enjoy the episode. It's crazy how my life is. I know I need to be doing video in my apartment. You guys show up, everything is here. You already created the entire setup for me. The universe will do for me so much of the work that I try to do. And the only times that I am not experiencing that is when I'm in the fucking way
0: welcome to the healing herb podcast this is your grief expert and friend ashley lemieux you guys i wish i could put into words how i am feeling right now have you ever heard the phrase when people say act like you've been there before when something new or exciting happens and you enter maybe a new room or you have a new experience and they're like well, act like you've been there before. I'm not even gonna lie, I can't even pretend that I want to act like that right now because then I feel like I would miss the magic of what is happening because right now, I am in New York City. This this is making me actually emotional. Beautiful. With someone who, she doesn't even know this, but has really been a mentor for me during some of the hardest times in my life where I didn't know if I was gonna be getting out of bed again or how I could do that. And I found the work that she does at a time where I really needed it. So today we are having a conversation with someone that I just admire and respect and I'm so excited for you to hear from. Someone who practiced what she preaches, who has been having these conversations for so long she is the author of several new york times best-selling books oprah has called her a new thought leader she has a coaching program so that we can access all of her teachings so that we can find her guidance in our life and today i am so excited to welcome gabby bernstein onto the healing her podcast gabby thank you for allowing us to be here with you today first of
1: all let's celebrate that this is the first time we're shooting in my apartment ever. Which so is so fun. This is the, well, it's the universe is guiding me because I've been needing to get it together. And then you guys show up with these beautiful lights and the whole setup. And I just want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for your intro. It is so beautiful. You could come on the on the road with me and just introduce me wherever <laughs> I am. I'm, uh, sign me up. <laughs> I'm there. Where are we going next? Really? We've got a lot of places to go. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it's really beautiful to be with you. I'm so happy to have you in my home.
0: Thank you. So today, I am just thrilled to dive into this topic because this topic that we are gonna talk about, Gabby's gonna help us answer the question of what actually is manifesting and how can I actually use it to help me in my life? For me, I wanted to tell you what I recently heard about manifesting and see what you think about it because it was kind of the first time where someone told me it in this way and something clicked in my brain and it resonates a lot with the work that you share but i was actually talking to a psychologist and he was talking about to me about the importance of spirituality for our mental health for our grief for moving forward and what he said was when you take time every day to pray to meditate to manifest it makes it so that you actually are slowing down and your conscious mind is paying attention to things that you might be just willy nilly about otherwise, or you might pass over otherwise because you're just trying to get through your day. But when we can stop and when we can pay attention, that's when we recognize that miracles are falling into our laps and they're all around us, whereas otherwise we might pass them by. Beautifully said, beautifully
1: said. Is that in
0: alignment? I I really do think
1: it is because We are all super attractors. We all have within us the capacity to be a magnet for what we desire. But we block it. And we block it when we're moving too fast. We block it when we don't breathe. We're blocking it when we're obsessing about the next thing we have to get to or the dramas that we are focusing on. And it's not that we don't want to face into the real truth of the world and show up for life and you know override our experiences but when we have that single pointed focus of seeking fault and seeking the problems and trying to just get stuck in those fear based memes that we have in our head all day long we block that natural energetic capacity which is to be a magnet for what we want to create for who we want to be for what we want to attract for the experiences we want to have and when we do slow down and we do awaken a spiritual connection of our own understanding and we do give ourselves breath and we do give ourselves meditative practices what ends up happening is that we return to the natural state of who we are and in that state we start to see synchronicities and all these kinds of things that we need start showing up showing up showing up showing up it's crazy how my life is I know I need to be doing video in my apartment. You guys show up, everything is here. You already created the entire setup for me. You'll give me the shot list. The universe will do for me so much of the work that I try to do. And the only times that I am not experiencing that is when I'm in the fucking way. Yes. So we all gotta get out of the way.
0: (laughs) We gotta get out of our way, but I think that so many things get in our way. Grief, trauma, Our confidence or our lack of confidence stories that we tell ourselves that we have heard from outside. There are so many things that can get in our way that I think I know there are people listening who are in this place of, well, I want to believe this. I want to believe in these words that you're telling me. I want to get out of my way. So I would love to start really basic first of what is manifesting and how can we start practicing that on
1: a tangible basis yeah. in our lives? Well, let's start with what manifesting is not. Love that. Yeah, let's start So, there. Look, it's cool that it's trendy and it's awesome <laughs> that there's like bajillion TikTokers talking about manifesting <laughs> and like repeating the same sentence a thousand times. And yeah, you know, if you start focusing your energy and your attention towards something else, you'll start to see more of it for sure. Of course, that's the law of attraction. But if you don't have an ingrained belief system, and an energy that matches what you desire, then you can't have sustainable manifestations in your life. So we manifest what we believe. Whatever we believe underneath all the vision boarding or underneath all the affirming is still what will manifest in our life. Maybe we'll see a little blip here, a little bit of an excitement here, but we we don't truly believe it. We can't receive it or we can't keep it. So the real manifesting comes when we do the underbelly work, when we do the real deep dive inward and make a commitment to heal the parts of ourselves that do not believe that we are worthy, the parts that do not believe that we can, the parts that just do not believe in what we desire. And so I've written 10 books now. My 10th will be out next year. In those 10 books, many of those books are manifesting books. The Universe Has Your Back, super attractor. They're really about the law of attraction, add more ink to your life, may cause miracles, miracles now. These are manifesting books. But my absolute best manifesting books are the deep ones. Happy Days. Happy
0: Days, that's one of my favorites. Judgment, (laughs) Detox.
1: But those are the fucking books that people won't finish. Those are the books that people, not everybody, because we've got some Happy Days people out there, but they're the books that are hard. Those are the books that are, the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. That's the title of happy days. That isn't always sexy for people. They want to get that quick hit. They want to get that. But I've said multiple times, happy days is my greatest manifesting book there is. And that is because when you change your belief systems and you change your experience on the inside, your outer experience changes.
0: Happy Days has been really profound for me. I love that book so much. I actually was introduced to the work that you do through Super Attractor. And recently I read Happy Days. And what I love about Happy Days is you were talking about the same things that we talk about here all the time. It's we can't run from our pain. We can't. We can try manifesting all we want. We can we can try positive thinking all we want. We can go to the gym or do all of these things. But grief and trauma, it comes out in some form or another if we're not addressing it. And your message in happy days is how do we move forward with this so that we can address it? For me, my coping mechanism was avoidance. If I could avoid feeling the thing, I was going to do that thing, whether it was working more, whether it was just trying to bop from city to city, filling my schedule. Whether it was numbing out at night to TV and food because I just wanted to avoid how I was actually feeling. What did you do to start your journey from being able to
1: move through trauma to a path of freedom for yourself? I think I've been on this journey for probably my whole life. Because you experience trauma, and then you have all these different ways of seeking help if you make that commitment to yourself. So as a young woman, I was having depression after living with unresolved PTSD that I didn't even know about because I dissociated from it. And just seeking meditation, going to the ashrams with my mom, seeking, seeking, seeking. Then I looked for it in drugs and alcohol. That didn't work. Getting sober continuing to develop spiritually, continuing to go to therapy religiously, continuing to develop my own inner awareness. But it was when I remembered my trauma, which I write about in Happy Days, when I remembered the trauma that I experienced, I then really got to work. That's when I said, oh, this is why I've been a drug addict, a workaholic, an alcoholic. This is why I've been running and pushing and controlling for so long. And so that's when the real heavy lifting started. And for me, it was a spiritual journey, but a therapeutic journey that was guided by spirit.
0: When I was reading Happy Days and when you were talking about the big trauma in your life, we share that big trauma. And the same thing happened to me where it wasn't until I was in my early 20s when suddenly I was behaving so differently and feeling so differently and trying to figure out what was going on. but our bodies and our brains have this way of wanting to protect us. Mm. Even if it hurts us in the long run, it wants to protect us. It wants us to feel safe. And then when I had memories that came back that my my brain had just buried as deep as possible, that's when I felt like I was exploding from the inside out. That's
1: a beautiful way to describe it. And it's so gorgeous to sit with you because it's It's really affirming to hear people tell your story back to you. Mm -hmm. You're exploding from the inside out. If you have a repressed trauma, which we both Mm -hmm. did, when it starts to surface and bubble, I was exploding from the inside out. Every day I would say, I can't go on like this. I can't go on. I would literally be on the floor like screaming, punching pillows like because something was bursting out of me. And it's a repressed memory because what what happens ultimately is we have these exiled traumatic experiences as children and we share the same and sister, I fucking love you. We are survivors. It's no joke It is no joke. And to live without knowing is horrific. Yes. Because you are pushing down and everything you're doing is to manage that memory. And so we built up all these protection mechanisms, managing, managing, managing. And when those managing protection mechanisms don't work, we build up these, what's called firefighters. This is internal family systems yes. therapy. And so then the firefighters are the drug addicts. The firefighters are the suicidal parts of us. The firefighters are the, the bingers. It's like addict put out the fire. So we just live from one extreme behavior to the next, trying to put out the fire of that memory that we could not face yes and then when you face it and it comes back oh all that shit comes back up in an even bigger way so the journey is to befriend these protection mechanisms that we have and to love them and to love them and help them relax yes and then that's how you can get closer to the younger part that needs the healing
0: I love how you are able to put that into words that so many people relate to and might not have been able to formulate that for themselves. I would love to hear from you. What are things that you have done through the lens of manifesting? I actually am so curious to know this from you, knowing that you have been through horrific trauma, what are things that you did through that lens of manifesting that helped you feel safe to put the fires out and then believe that there is something else that is good and, and full of joy and support for you in your life?
1: In Happy Days, I write about my trauma recovery journey, starting from becoming sober, spiritual awakening, remembering the trauma and then I share all about these different therapies and modalities I used EMDR somatic experiencing internal family systems therapy EFT emotional freedom technique and all of these tools that I was guided to in my opinion are spiritually channeled tools and they're all body based and they're they're not all body based necessarily but they're they're spiritually aligned and for me I I only see spirit in all of them and none of it was about like pushing it was about allowing and in the journey of really developing my own experience of those tools, I got trained in many of those tools. I started to use them for myself and with others. And I've found that through the devotional commitment of these therapies and my spiritual foundation, I have been able to come out the other side, put my face on a cover of a book called Happy Days, the, on a cover of a book that says the guided path from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. That's a ballsy statement to say that to somebody. <laughs> it is. And you know what? I can because I've lived it and it continues. And I continue, I mean, I still go to therapy twice a week. I still have my healers and friends and all the people that I have in my life keeping me growing and healing. And I still have more to uncover. There's still more protection mechanisms. Right now, while I feel at ease in my life and my body, I have a protector that's with me every single night. And it's my jaw, that clenching of my Mm. jaw, the the, you know, totally healing my voice, the vocalization, this is all psychosomatic, right? So there's still more to do, but yeah, I'm in a really good place of peace. So the bottom line is, is that you ask like, how do you, what do you use from a manifesting standpoint to get to the other side? Well, you continuously wake up every single day and say yes to what's the next right action in this life that you are choosing. You say yes to the next right action of healing and yes to the next right action of healing. And yes, and yes, and yes. And when you add up enough of those yeses, you live a fucking awesome life.
0: (laughs) You do. And it doesn't mean that hard things aren't going
1: to happen at all. I have lived through some real messed up stuff, as we all have. Mm -hmm. And when I experienced something really traumatic two years ago, three years ago now, I remember coming out the other side of it. I was pregnant for five and a half months and I had to abort the child because he wasn't growing. And was a child that I'd taken a year to create an embryo. It took a year to make him with IVF. And I remember like a week or two after the DNE, I was said to my, myself internally, I said, oh yeah, this is what you've been training for. So you said, you know, at the beginning, people have had this grief and they've lived through the grief, but also there's people that haven't even known the depths of their grief yet. What can we do? And I can look back and say, holy shit, all the work I have done to get to the place where I am in that seat of safety in my own system allowed me to move through that loss with so much grace and faith. And there's still healing that I want to uncover slowly and won't push it, but I lived it and I was like, I'm going to survive this. Now, of course, Everyone has stories that are worse and worse and worse, and we have, you know, got to respect each other's trauma. But I think that at the end of the day, we all have the ability to build up emotional and spiritual resilience so that when things happen in our life, we can show up with grace. I
0: heard recently someone say, What's the worst type of trauma or grief that you can go through? And the his name is david kessler he's a grief expert he he responds and he says whatever grief is yours
1: beautiful um that's a beautiful answer
0: and i loved that so much because when you are in it you you are in it and you're feeling it i remember when you had your pregnancy loss and i want to share this with you just so you know how impactful it was for me to watch you through that process i had just had a late pregnancy loss myself after I had gone septic.
1: Wow.
0: And I I just I wasn't okay at all and I remember you had gotten pregnant and then seeing you move through that grief for you I I wanted to share that with you because it's a testament to when we do this work for ourselves it gives other people this safe space where they can do their work too, where they can see what's possible for them, where where they can be allowed to have the permission to grieve and then to know that pain was never supposed to destroy them and that there is a path forward. And you've created a path forward with so many people in the work that you do. And for whatever it's worth, I just wanted to share that with you right now so that you know how impactful that was for me personally. It's amazing
1: how much we have in common. <laughs> I know it's really, it is really bizarre, some of the yeah. the parallels. Um, So, but I will take that, I will receive that and I will say thank you for giving me that. And I will say that I know that in this lifetime my mission is to live through, to come out the other side so I can tell the story, so I can be the power of example. And now my intention is to be the power of example of what freedom looks like. So I would love to, for you to go deeper into
0: that. What does freedom look like for you now?
1: Freedom is the awareness of every part of who I am mm, Okay. And the <laughs> compassion and the connection and the respect for every part of who I am. Because freedom doesn't mean that I don't try to control shit freedom doesn't mean that i don't have still like you know, you know tmj or you know there's, it's not like nothing is there but it's that i am aware that these these things that still spike up in my life i'm aware of what they are they're moments of protection they're moments of misalignment because i'm triggered so I can see it all. And also it's very few and far between now. I'm not living from trigger to trigger. I'm living in a really harmonious way. But when I see things that are up for me, I can speak for them, not speak as them. And that's freedom. That is freedom.
0: Wow. this It reminds me of what I love my definition of healing to be because People often ask, well, what is healing? How can I just feel better? How can I get there? And I often think that we think it's this, or we want it to be (laughs) this one big moment where everything just goes away and feels better. And it's like the hard thing never happened, but that's not what healing is. What you just said is so profound that you can speak for it and not as as it. That is so (laughs) profound. That allows you to to move forward in a way that healing can be a facilitator and a protector in your life. But when I think of healing, I think about healing as being the frequency and the duration and the intensity at which we feel certain emotions. So maybe a year ago, something would have really triggered you, but now that trigger isn't as intense or there's more time between when you feel it where maybe you were crying over that event or that situation every single day in the past. And for me, that's been the power of healing in my life. And that's also been the power of manifesting in my life. Manifesting has been a huge teacher for me in teaching me that I'm worthy of good things and that they're available to me and that pain again was never supposed to destroy my life. For those who are listening right now and they're like, okay, I want to give this a shot. I, wa- I want to try this. I-, I don't like where I'm sitting in my life right now. So I'm open to anything. Can you walk us through where you would have them start and what that starting place then moving forward might look like?
1: I've said that, yes, the deep, work is where we have to go to get to the other side. But many people, if they opened a book like Happy Days today, it would be too overwhelming. You read that book when you're ready to read that book. Yes, And you could buy it and you could put it on your shelf and it might fall off the shelf a few times to just tell you, let's go, but you'll know when you're ready. And I wanna emphasize that manifesting is a beautiful door opener for people because if someone has never had a spiritual experience or practice, They've never meditated before. They've never even contemplated that there's a universal energy. I would definitely recommend them to take my manifesting guidance, and I'm saying mine because I trust mine. I don't know if I could say that about everybody and out I, there. And I, just to throw this out there, I trust Gabby's too, yeah, which is why she's the one we're talking it's about. And I'm not knocking anybody else. I'm no. just going to say, you know, you and also whatever you're guided to is what you're meant to mm-hmm. do. What you resonate is what what is going to work for you. So. You may not resonate with me. And so then go to the next person. That's totally cool. But if I'm recommending a prescription for somebody (laughs) who's starting out on their spiritual journey or their personal development journey, I do think manifesting isn't a terrible place to start because it's a place where they're willing. It's a place where they're willing. Without their willingness, nothing's going to happen. If somebody's stuck in their dissociation and totally checked out, handing them happy days might pierce through if they resonate but it might knock them into a deeper, scarier Mm -hmm. place if they're not ready for it. So I never want to be a pusher with my books. But the manifesting work, I think anybody can enter into. The reason I say from my standpoint is because I do it with depth. It's not like, oh, just like, yeah, it's fun for sure. It has to be fun. But there's depth. Mm -hmm. There's like, look at the beliefs that are blocking you. And there's a guided path of recognizing more than just what an affirmation can do for you. Mm-hmm. But why that affirmation changes you. What does it feel like underneath it? And so, yeah, I mean, I think this best are, my we're this is out and my 21-day manifesting challenge is starting on January 1st. Which I'm so excited about it. It's the it's the best because I put so many new people that are new to this conversation right into mm-hmm. a new perspective. And if that's their entry point, great. Maybe in 3 years they read happy days. Maybe they, they pick up the universe heads their back. Maybe they get into therapy because they've started to open their heart. Whatever it is, I don't, if they find another teacher, but it's a can opener. It's like cracking somebody open to what's possible. So I would say start there. It's also like very easy to get in. It's very easy to access financially. It's like 37 bucks, right? It's like 21 days with me. I'll give you so much love. And it starts on January 1st and it takes tens of thousands of people through this challenge every year and it's the most beautiful thing. Uh, so yeah, that would be, um, deargabby.com forward slash manifesting challenge. And I can't emphasize enough what a nice starting point that would be for somebody. I'm excited to do that challenge for myself and we'll make
0: sure to link everything in the show notes so that you guys can just go directly there. You also recently have launched a new app, which is awesome. Can
1: you tell us how your app is impacting people in their lives right now? Well, first of all, the manifesting challenge is in the app. So the app is called the Gabby coaching membership. And it's, it's, it just happens to be in an app platform, but really it's a coaching membership. So you get me as your coach for six months or a year. And in that coaching membership, you also get these challenges. You get the manifesting challenge, the body love challenge, the meditation challenge, the relationship challenge. I'm going to do abundance challenge. So you get that plus weekly coaching, plus hundreds of meditations and workshops and, just trainings I've done in the past, all just, it's like the Gabby library. And you also have these get Gabby moments, which is my favorite part of the whole thing, is you can just open your app and you could say, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm going to get Gabby. And it's like having me on speed dial. So you press a button and you're like, I'm feeling really anxious. And you press this button and two minute practice comes up. I'm like, I'm with you. Let's bring it down from a 10 to a zero. And I guide you out of that anxiety or help you fall asleep at night or help you get confidence before a meeting. And so I'm just there. On speed dial. And that came up because I had so many friends just calling and texting and being like, Can you just give me a prayer for this? And I voice memo back the prayer. Can you give me this? And I'd voice. Mo- and now I can just be like, just go get Gabby. <laughs> like I've already recorded it for you.
0: It's honestly so genius. It's like having you in
1: my back. It's pocket. having your coach in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm a coach that resonates with you, you could have me all year long. And so that that's we do a seven-day free trial with that. Uh, you could go to deergabby.com forward slash app. I'm I'm
0: so excited for people, my people, to get their hands on your your coaching tools because they're so good. Before we wrap up today, I just first, again, wanna say thank you for Mm. having this conversation with us. It's truly Mm -hmm. an honor to be here in your home with you. For healing her, something that I love to do is to have you speak to the woman who may be sitting on her floor right now, crying, listening to this, or is maybe overwhelmed running her kids to school and there's a lot going on in her life, it feels like it's falling apart. If she was here on this couch with us right now in this conversation for our girl chat, what would you say to
1: her? I would tell her that I understand her and I see her. I have a clear understanding of her and I can see her with a lot of compassion. And then I would start offering her some creative guidance because I'm a fixer <laughs> and I, I see people and they're suffering and I just see so much light on the other side. So immediately I would want to give her some, some guidance. And that's, that's just the truth. Like, you know, a therapist might be watching this and be like, oh, you want to let people be in where they are. And that's true, right? You don't want to start going in with your motivational speaker, but that's who I am. I'm a a motivational speaker and I'm here to see the potential and that light in somebody in that moment and reflect it back to them. Thank you
0: for sharing your light with the rest of us and Mm. everyone who has been joining us this week. Thank you for being here. I know I say this a lot, but I'm just so proud of you for choosing to enter this work because it's not the easiest way, but it is the way where you're able to return home to yourself and feel better and until i see you next week take good care of yourself i'm so honored you joined us for this episode of the healing her podcast where healing isn't just a destination it's an empowering transformative adventure make sure you subscribe so you don't miss brand new episodes each tuesday and if you're ready for more tangible tools Make sure you grab my best selling book, I Am Here, wherever books are sold, or in the link in the show notes below. Take good care of yourself. Until I see you again next week.